Welcome to CII Podcasts. Hello and welcome to the CII Podcast. My name is Jayan Sriram and I'll be your host for today. Today we have a very special guest, Mr. Sanjeev Bajaj, Chairman and Managing Director, Bajaj Finserv Limited. He is currently the President of the Confederation of Indian Industry and is busy preparing for the CII Annual Session, which is being held on the 24th and 25th of May in New Delhi. Bajaj Finserv, under Mr. Sanjeev Bajaj, has gone from strength to strength and today is the largest non-banking financial company in the country. He has been instrumental in driving numerous innovative financial products that have been welcomed by consumers and in fact, he has set a new paradigm for banking and consumer finance for the country, especially with the use of fintech. This same innovative acumen has been brought to bear in his leadership of CII, where he has been serving as president for 2022 and 23. Mr. Bajaj, welcome to the podcast and thank you for being with us today. Thank you. So let me start with a personal question. You've been associated with CII for a very long time. I believe your father, Mr. Rahul Bajaj, was one of the guiding figures and twice acted as president of the organization. And you yourself have served as chair at the regional and national levels. What were the priorities that you looked at when you assumed charge as CII president in, in May last year? Thank you. And firstly, let me say that it's great to be back on uh, CI's podcast platform to interact with our listeners. Um, as you correctly mentioned, uh, there is a long history in my association with CI. Uh, started off, of course, with my father and given his own association with CI over, I think, 40, 50 years, um, where discussions, uh, not confidential discussions, but discussions about CI, what CI was doing, how it was playing a role for the country, for industry, uh, used to happen uh, on a regular basis over the many years. My own direct involvement, uh, again, as you mentioned, uh, first started off in the Western region, where I was a member of the Western Region Council and then eventually chaired that. In parallel, I got involved with CI at the national level uh, for the insurance and pension uh, subcommittee. And uh, uh, I was initially a part of that and then I chaired that for many years. And, and that's where my own understanding of CII and uh, at the same time expectation from members, expectations from government for what they would like from CII got honed over uh, the past decade or so. And this has helped me in uh, thinking through even last year when uh, I had the opportunity to uh, take over as president of CII, which is what I am in my current uh, role right now. Um, I believe that there is no other organization uh, clearly in India, maybe even in the world, which encompasses such a wide range of activities that started off by promoting business, but that has expanded to so much more. Today, as we say, CI first thinks of what is good for India as a nation. And uh, that goes even beyond business. And there are so many initiatives that CI has driven over the past uh, decades that stands for what is good for India as a country. The next step very clearly is to focus on uh, business. That's what our uh, membership is for. 
and uh, that's where whether it is helping build the right policies whether it is promoting business development whether it is focusing on competitiveness for india for our members um, we have seen in number of areas in which uh, ci has ended up building capabilities over the years and i'm sure we'll talk about it a uh, uh, little bit more later in the podcast so for me the inputs for uh, the current year were really to keep in mind all this capability that ci has uh, keep in mind that this is the year of india at 75 celebrating both our 75 years of independence but also focusing on what we need to do for the next 25 as we get to india at 100 it's also a very important year for india as it uh, has uh, taken over the g20 presidency and ci has been in this unique position of uh, becoming the secretariat appointed by the government for business 20 or b20 which is the largest uh, vertical within g20 and it was about putting together both our aspirations as well as our responsibilities as ci taking into account all these issues which helped into putting together our plans for the current year thank you so that was a really insightful answer and i think it sets us up very well for the discussion ahead so this year has seen many economic developments at the global level that have impacted the indian economy how has cii navigated you know this whole year through all of these challenges and what do you think lies ahead for the period just ahead of us so you know this year actually started off with uh, continuing of the pandemic we had uh, the omicron wave uh, that uh, hit us just before the start of uh, my year in addition we had the start of the conflict in uh, europe and uh, this had a significant negative impact on the global economy just at a time when we were coming out of lockdowns the disruptions from the pandemic had started mellowing down um, so we started off in a challenging year the result of this was that we started seeing inflation reach decadal highs in most advanced economies and a continued disruption in supply chains in the us for example inflation reached peak levels of 9% the highest in 40 years and this has tremendous uh, impact across various parts of the economy the result of this has been that we have seen central banks all over the world tighten monetary policy um even if you go as as much as last week we saw us interest rates being further raised to their highest levels in nearly 16 years since march of 22 interest rates have been raised in the us 10 consecutive times by a total of 5 percentage points this is completely unprecedented now in this in such a global situation india cannot remain immune to the negative fallouts of that however we must take pride in the fact that through all this we have come out as one of the largest economies to show a very high degree of resilience in fact in 2023 it is expected to contribute to as much as 15% of global growth and we must recognize that our government uh, which is the government various parts of it also the rbi 
has been very responsive both in how they have addressed the challenges and at the same time ensured that our Indian economy stays on its growth path. One of the most important uh, announcements in the February budget which just uh, happened was a significant hike in government infrastructure pending as much as 33%. This was again a core CI recommendation. This is the third straight year of this level of growth in uh, public expenditure. And along with many other policies and schemes, we now expect that India's growth will remain resilient. Keeping this background in mind, for CII, our overall theme has been of future frontiers for the year FI23 and focused on competitiveness, technology, sustainability, and internationalization. And each of these are very, very important. We have to keep in mind that over the last decade, decade and a half, as an economy, we have opened up a lot more. We want to go out and produce for the world. We've opened up to global companies coming into India. And for this, we have to continuously improve on our competitiveness. Technology is a given today in almost every industry. And again, the digital use of technology has dramatically changed over the last three years through this pandemic. So how do we ensure that our businesses end up understanding how to leverage technology, especially digital technology, and get onto that curve faster than others? Internationalization, I believe, is not only something that's not an option, it's a huge opportunity for India. We have in select uh, industries, whether in services or manufacturing, become part of the international global uh, arena. But now the opportunity comes in for multiple other sectors to be able to do this. And as we do all this, we have to keep in mind that we have a big responsibility towards Mother Earth. And that's where sustainability comes as our fourth pillar of focus. And sustainability is not only a responsibility, it is not only something that each one of us will have to build into how we build and run our businesses but it will also provide us with new business opportunities. And that's why this became a new focus for us. So it is a focus along these four areas that we looked at for the current year. In addition, we've had a few other uh, uh, areas of progress. For example, CIS centers of excellence, which help build capability amongst its members, saw the launch of the 10th center just a few months ago. And this is a center of excellence for innovation, startups, and entrepreneurship. On the sustainability side, CI's Indian Green Building Center, which has been working now for almost two decades, achieved a landmark of 10 billion square feet of registered green building space, which we believe is the second largest in the world. In addition, our work in clean air and crop residue management in Northern India has reached new peaks and is a great working model for it to be expanded by others in these states where pollution is clearly because of crop becoming a problem. This year was also particularly intensive for CII, as I mentioned, being the secretariat for B20. And we have a number of activities that are currently undo undergoing, uh, driven by CII under B20 and this is again under seven task forces and two action councils. 
these task forces and action councils are bringing together leading businesses of the G20 world, not just India, overall the G20 world, and as well as inviting countries that we have onboarded, as well as multiple international organizations and think tanks, and focused on important topics like the role of global value chains, energy and resource efficiency, skills, technology and innovation, and financial inclusion amongst others. We think that this has been a great opportunity for Indian business also as they've got involved in these various action uh, forces and task forces to look outward for external opportunities and connect with global business. These are also some of the areas that we will be elaborating upon at the CI annual session later this month. Thank you. That was a very insightful answer once again. I think it took in quite a lot. Um, so yes, let us now come to the CII annual session. This is going to be one of the biggest gatherings of policymakers and businesses that we have seen in recent years. So how is this annual session going to be different from previous such meetings and what can CII members look forward to at this annual session? So, you know, as I started off earlier, this annual session has the uniqueness that it celebrates 75 years of India's independence and it happens at a time when India is holding the G20 presidency. And this has helped expand on the kind of uh, discussions, the kind of focus that we want to bring in the annual session. When you look at CIA's membership, it includes most of the largest businesses in the country. And CIA members play a very important role in driving India's growth, ensuring our technology leadership, and as well as building the country's climate action and our path to net zero. And hence, during this annual session, we will be exploring how CI can best serve its members, not just the large members, but using their experience, their exposure for the larger group of members, which are medium and small uh, business members to effectively lead, whether it's in growth, whether it's in technology, sustainability or in globalization. We should also note that this will be our first in-person annual session to be held after a gap of three years. And that's why I think it's a great opportunity for CI and industry members to meet and interact. And industry members will have also have the opportunity to share their thoughts and ideas and provide innovative solutions on various issues and challenges that get discussed. The discussions will happen under the overall theme of future frontiers, competitiveness, technology, sustainability, and internationalization, which I talked about earlier. What's also going to be unique is given, as I said, the G20 exposure, it will bring through thought leaders from around the world, top businesses, as well as Indian government. And we are expecting to have some very intense conversation on macroeconomic developments, growth, reform, and also how to keep improving the overall investment climate. Some of the focus areas that will be taken up at the sessions include building a competitive India, strengthening the competitiveness of Indian industry in the process, encouraging the adoption of digital technologies and innovation and shaping a sustainable future and engaging globally. 
Just to follow up from that, uh, what would be the key takeaways from the annual session and how would these feed into India's growth story in the coming days? So, you know, over the two days of the annual session on the 24th and 21st of May, we expect over a hundred strategic thinkers, leading economists, youth icons, captains of industry and media to participate in these deliberations. Government ministers of relevant ministries have also confirmed their participation. And I'm sure we are going to have a vibrant, enriching set of conversations. We've also identified several tracks for the future of business from industry, economy, globalization, and policy perspectives. There will be over 40 sessions which will be held over two days at different venues. Four concurrent events on startups, manufacturing, and other topics are also going to be held. I also want to highlight a special feature of this year's annual session. We plan to have a display of CI's many competitive services that we offer to industry to build their strengths. And as many of us know that CI provides a wide range capacity building and technical training through programs, assessments of manufacturing and service units in areas, whether it's on quality, whether it's on Six Sigma, water usage and efficiency, energy efficiency, HR management and so on. We are also through our centers of excellence developing a tool which will assess the competitiveness of firms. And in fact, CI counselors from our COEs will be present for consultation for delegates at this event. Um, many of our members are aware of our various services through our COEs, but they don't know how to access them. So we have decided that through using the opportunity of these two days, we will bring these services to our members so at least they get a glimpse of them. I'm also excited that this year we have arranged for structured B2B meetings and this would happen through a tech-driven tool that will allow participating delegates to set up meetings in areas of their interest and to touch base with potential customers as well. As you know, CI members in many ways are pre-vetted and this raises confidence in getting notable outcomes for businesses. So there is a lot that is uh, likely to happen and planned over these two days for our members. And uh, I'm sure that uh, we're going to see them there in large volumes to take benefit of many of these services that we are planning. Thank you for that answer. It sounds like there's a lot for members to look forward to. And uh, one last question before we conclude this very interesting discussion for today. Uh, what would be your advice for listeners who are tuning in um, and who are curious about the future of Indian industry? What would be your sort of thoughts for them? Well, that's a very relevant question because the world in the last few years has gone through some dramatic shifts and that impacts each one of us. It impacts the country, it impacts the economy, it impacts our business it has impacted us in our personal life. I would like to reinforce the fact that we are now in an India which is a very strong economy, very resilient. It is stable from large macroeconomic uh, shocks uh, because it knows how to adjust to them. And it's in a good position to accelerate on its economic growth, not only domestic, but as I've said now, international as well. 
there are going to be many opportunities that are emerging from these shifts look at just the green economy and the green product this is going to become a completely new industry by itself with linkages to many of our traditional industries look at in areas of technology and particularly artificial sci- uh, artificial intelligence we have all started experiencing uh, through the public uh, tools that are available on ai in the last few months and its impact on business can be tremendous look at what india has done startups and entrepreneurship we are just at the cusp for what is going to be the next few decades of growth in this areas and then when you look at global value chains the world has politically realigned and india has this tremendous opportunity to play a very significant role in uh, global value chains so i am very enthused at where we are in time as a country and the opportunity that we have but i'm also very clear that we have to take those proactive steps ourselves we have to take some amount of risk and we have to move ahead to grab on those opportunities um, and it will include doing things which we have not been used to doing earlier but in the full knowledge that over the medium to long term our chances of success are going to be very high at the ci's annual session this year the frontiers of future will be explored in detail and the opportunities will also be outlined to the benefit of our members and delegates i would urge entrepreneurs to participate in the annual session follow us on social media further for insights and ideas and i look forward to a very vibrant two days ahead at our annual session thank you Thank you so much and on that note uh, we'll end the discussion for today thank you so much mr bajaj for thank for joining us on the cii podcast today thank you for listening to cii podcasts